This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The COVID-19 crisis has already led to more than $3.4 billion in lost revenues for the U.S. ethanol industry, according to an economic analysis released by the Renewable Fuels Association. The new study reached the conclusion that there was a cumulative decline in ethanol production and consumption that exceeded 1.3 billion gallons, and nearly 500 million fewer bushels of corn were used in ethanol production during the period. The RFA strongly supports renewable fuel reimbursement programs introduced into both the House and the U.S. Senate. The ethanol industry has been struggling to find sustained profitability ever since the EPA approved over 4.4 billion gallons of small refinery exemptions, SREs, from the RFS called RIN waivers. This was a devastating loss of demand in what was supposed to be a 15 billion gallon mandate. Some ethanol producers failed as the industry restructured ownership and recapitalized. Then came the COVID-19 pandemic and OPEC plus oil price war, which closed over half of production temporarily, some of which will be permanent. Margins are still vulnerable and some plants will not be back without financial aid. There is also another 86 pending SRE requests that the administration has been less than candid about how they will be handled. The financial aid from the federal government is like a band-aid over bleeding cuts instead of sutures. If the EPA is going to keep slicing away ethanol demand with SREs, there will be more bleeding. One would not think that it would make sense to pour government aid into the ethanol industry unless they are going to stop damaging it with SREs. This appears to be a political decision balanced against the interest of ethanol and petroleum industries. The damage done to the ethanol industry translates into lost corn demand that farmers sorely need. Low corn prices create another draw on taxpayers who finance corn price subsidies. Much would be helped if the administration would just enforce the 15 billion gallon RFS as it was written. The ethanol industry was profitable and the economic benefit flowed to farmers and ultimately taxpayers who received favorable priced motor fuel that supported U.S. energy independence. Why is this so hard? Why do we have to continually beg for what's supposed to be coming to us? The root problem with U.S. ag is lack of profitability. Almost nothing is making money today, and the U.S. is losing global market share. Instead of ag and biofuel policy that supports net farm income, these problems are being kicked down the road by paying farmers to keep producing at losses. Government payments do not solve problems. They just sustain us while the problems continue or even worsen. I have not seen the leadership in the ag sector, USDA, or administration that charts a pathway to where we need to be heading toward real financial stability and sustainability so that these government handouts are not necessary and we can support ourselves. Our ag industry spends most of its time begging Washington for the next subsidy or handout, while almost no effort is put into how we fix these root causes that create the financial need. The ethanol solution is not that complicated to figure out. The workable model was there until they broke it. This is a political failure undermining the ag sector economy that, if allowed to continue, will undermine our future. The U.S. dollar fell through support at March lows this week. Given our structural and institutional economic advantages, 
it is hard to come up with a scenario that would weaken the dollar. The ravages of a mismanaged pandemic, dysfunctional political system, and printing trillions of dollars has changed the view of world investors who are frankly shocked at what they are seeing. The European Union actually looks like it has got something put together compared to us. We look more like Brazil, except that we can't make money growing soybeans. China, Japan, the EU, South Korea, Canada have all managed the pandemic much better than we have. They look at us and say, the Americans are not even smart enough to wear masks in a pandemic. A weak dollar should benefit commodities, except that the currencies of our ag competitors have not strengthened much. They still have the cheapest corn. The geopolitical confrontation between Beijing and Washington worsened this week. If we push China away, it will disrupt and reorder global supply chains so that we are dealt out of the ag trade with China, with a larger negative impact on us than the Russian wheat embargo done by Jimmy Carter had. All we can hope is that cooler heads prevail. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.